Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back after that commercial break. You're tuned into Parenting Hour on Unity FM on this beautiful Eid day. Alhamdulillah. We hope that you're all having a super time with your families, inshallah. We've been talking in the studio about events happening this week, about Birmingham Forward Steps, the lovely event that's happening this Thursday in Sparkbrook Park, which is very close for people to attend. And we were talking before the break about lunch boxes and healthy eating and maybe some tips for going back to school around lunch boxes. So we will continue with that before I um, ask Claire more about what's happening on Thursday because I know there's a, a stream of events happening that we haven't even yet spoken about. So Claire, just before the break there we were talking about the, the healthy lunch boxes and I was saying, you know, sometimes and I remember myself as a parent just kind of doing the same thing and um, and children sometimes refusing and wanting the same thing and finding mm. it hard to introduce new concepts, introducing new um fruit or vegetables into that lunchbox it's a really it's, it is a really tough call mm. it's really hard to um persuade children away from the easy route of sugary snacks and sweets mm. um but something that i found um particularly helpful is um is growing my own um fruits and vegetables mm. and that might sound a bit intimidating but trust me it's not if you've got uh, an old hanging basket that you once hung up uh four years ago and then forgot about if you buy a tumbling tom tomato Mm -hmm. stick that in uh, some compost and then uh, water it um, every other day you will have by the middle of summer about now uh, a wealth of um, tiny little tomatoes which you can persuade the children to go out and pick they love harvesting children Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. might not necessarily want to eat stuff Mm -hmm. if it comes out of a plastic packet but if they pick it off a tree they immediately want to eat it Um, so tumbling toms tomatoes in a hanging basket they look good they look very impressive they look lovely we've actually got them at the moment in approachable parenting Um, it is something we've done a while we've done every year for the last number of years where we give some seeds Mm -hmm. and some soil and a pot to our parents great to it's it's a day that we call sadika day which means charity Mm -hmm. to go and do this activity with your children plant these tomatoes and then see them grow, see the and appreciate the benefits we have. Because, as you mentioned, children often don't understand that tomatoes come from plants and they just come in packets, they think. And, Absolutely. And it's just get them to understand they come from plants and see those grow. And then what we try to encourage, if you get a lot of them, at the moment we've got six in approachable parenting, mm-hmm. we're, we're just waiting for them to become red because I think they were... Uh, put in a place that wasn't uh, so good for them initially so we're nurturing them along Um, and if you have a lot then you could give to your neighbours Yes. Bring along to an old people's home. So it's all about charging, giving away. Mm. So it's just trying to get children interested in this or doing it in a bigger, maybe more pots, as you say, next year and giving away a few more of them to the neighbours. Such a fabulous mm-hmm. idea. I love that idea. It's such a nice thing to do, is to grow things and then share them with your community. Mm. Really, really lovely. And the best thing is, is that... Um, then children want to eat them exactly (laughs) exactly and they find out that actually fruit and vegetables grow on trees yes and not come in plastic packets yeah so important and they're so much nicer when they're fresh and growing like this well definitely definitely Mm. and uh, another bonus is that you can get them to pack their own lunchbox Mm. (laughs) because going out and um, i grow raspberries in my garden Mm -hmm. and um, my children go out and harvest raspberries which um 
some get to go into the lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them get eaten for breakfast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, however it works to uh, to feed your children mm-hmm. fruit, it's uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to do it. The the other th- the other thing, actually, if you um, if you feel that perhaps growing um, fruit and vegetables from seed is is uh, is not for you this year, um, but it might be another year, is mm-hmm. to go down to St Paul's Urban Farm because um, Huell, the farmer there, he has a range of different fruits and vegetables as well as um, ducks and goats and rabbits and guinea pigs. And um, he, he he's regular, regularly posts on Twitter the uh, vegetables that he's grown and served up for the children to eat. And it's an incredibly popular activity. Mm-hmm. We have um, we have children come from all over the Hall Green um, district, actually, mm-hmm. to take part in um, his events at the farm. And um, if you haven't been down there, then it's well worth a visit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, I think the opening times are slightly different in the summer um, because they run a, um, a venture scheme for uh, older children. But it's worth phoning up St Paul's Trust and checking the te- the opening times or going on to St Paul's website and checking the opening times there for when you can go down and see vegetables growing mm-hmm. in the uh, in the earth, which, you know, is a education in itself. It is definitely mm. v- very important to, to see that. And I think that will encourage children to taste it, to try it out. Um, and sometimes... Its parents are in such a rush as well. That, I don't know. I've been there. You know, we we just put the same thing together. But actually, yes. we planned it the night before and maybe cut up the carrots into little bite-sized little strips for them, or the celery, cut it up a little bit, just yeah. put a little bit in, mm. and try and encourage them to, to have that new taste. You know, with a, a few grapes, something different, or a few raspberries if we have them in the back garden. If yes. we're so lucky, like you are, <laughs> to have lovely. them. Mashallah, it's lovely to be able to have them yourself. But some little things like that is just a few little taste in there to make it interesting, to make a difference. Mm, absolutely. Mm. And you could put them in um, water bottles as well now. Mm. I don't know um, if you've seen the uh, water bottles with a tube in the middle. Mm-hmm. So you can pack the tube with um, fresh uh, vegetables and fruit and then it tastes, it makes the water taste of the vegetable. Mm-hmm. Works really well with lemon. Yes. And um, mm. in my experience, children like lemon quite mm. a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's very refreshing in the hot weather to have yes. that little tinge of lemon so it just really does quench your thirst mm. yeah mm. good must be the nutrients in the lemon I think mm. <laughs> and of course we all need the vitamin C they say there's more vitamin C in lemon than there is in oranges I'm not too sure scientifically I've heard that but mm. um, and again there's a lot of vitamin C in kiwi which oh, we don't right. think about oh. that you know and a kiwi is a lovely fruit yes delicious mm. yeah really nice and fun to eat with with a teaspoon mm. so if you don't like the peeling business of mm-hmm. kiwis I always give um uh, I give my children a kiwi with the top cut off and a teaspoon and then they scoop it out like an egg. Yeah, very good idea. So actually they could have a half each. Yes, that would work. Very economical Mm. indeed if you've got more than one child as well. Lovely. So lots of lovely ideas there for lunch boxes that we can have and even some of the dried fruits as the winter comes, some of the raisins and things like that we can have in there. it's good, good for and the apples, of course, is always a good one. The apples, just having a few every day, is nice, isn't it? As they, as they say, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It does, yeah. And mm. if you can, if you can squeeze a, one of those small apples, which uh, nowadays from a lot of the supermarkets they do smaller lunchbox apples. Mm. So instead of the the big juicy apples that perhaps us grown-ups enjoy, mm. you get a slightly smaller one in, and I think mm. it's a bit easier for a smaller child's mouth to eat through than yeah, um, yeah. than anything too big. 
Mm. Oh, it sounds good. And of course, we're going to have all those fruits there for to make your own little stick, as you mentioned That's before. It, yep, our fruit kebabs. Mm. They are going to be pride of place in the marquee, where mm. we um, where we've been working with uh, a number of parents over the holiday at our holiday kitchen. And um, Holiday Kitchen is coming with us to Birmingham Forward Steps in Spark Hill Park on Thursday. Great. And, uh, yeah, we will be doing fruit kebabs um, on a skewer and using all the delicious fruits and vegetables that we can find. But um, do you remember me mentioning um, about Farmer Huell and um, his his farm at St Paul's Trust? Yes, you remember saying something. Well, I heard today that um, he is going to be able to come to the event Ooh. on Thursday mm. and he's bringing some of his animals with him. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. So um, the smaller ones, um, because we don't want any uh, goats running down the Stratford Road, <laughs> but um, keep your eyes open about uh, yeah about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock for Farmer Huell and he's bringing, I think he's bringing rabbits and some guinea pigs and some other small um, creatures to um, to the uh, to the Birmingham Forward Steps launch in mm-hmm. Hall Green on Thursday, um, and the idea is is that you can come and um, come and come and meet the animal, mm-hmm. come and come and stroke it and see how soft a guinea pig and a rabbit is, and mm. uh, perhaps feed some lettuce to a rabbit and uh, get an idea of. Uh, of what animals are like and how much care they need or, or don't need because some some of our children uh, will have had to eat money and yes. they might be saying to their parents I want a pet and mm. parents are wondering is this something we can manage or not manage and how will they take care of it so what an opportunity there to take your child along and, and get them to find out firsthand the care an animal will need like oh this. absolutely mm. it's it's a real responsibility looking after a pet mm. and unfortunately uh, a lot of uh, the animals at St Paul's Trust are um, are animals that have been abandoned. Mm. Um, but if you've got your uh, Eid money and you're thinking that you'd uh, you'd like to have a pet, then um, there is the opportunity to sponsor an animal at St Paul's Farm, and to, to from as little as two pounds a month, you can sponsor a rabbit. And um, you get a picture of yourself with the rabbit. You come and meet the rabbits and understand what it is to feed them and to look after them. Mm. And um, and you get a, um, a certificate of uh, adoption. Mm. And the best thing about it is that you get to go and visit them whenever you like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you don't have to care for them. And mum and dad doesn't have to end up looking after the animals in the end. So it's a win-win for the child, win for the animal. Two pound a month, is that what you said? Which probably doesn't cover their food. If you think of, if you're buying bedding and food for animals like this, it costs a bit more than two pounds a month to do that. It certainly does. And not just the care of doing that and and the responsibility of doing that each day as well and looking after them. So Mm. that's a very good bargain to... (laughs) For anybody that is interested, uh, sponsoring an animal, really nice here on the doorstep and looking after an animal, which is really good. And if not, mm. just come and meet, come and meet Farmer Huell because mm. he's uh, he's very, very knowledgeable about mm-hmm. um, you know uh, farm animals and their well-being. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not stuff that we come across in um, Birmingham very often. So the idea of uh, Birmingham Forward Steps and um, the services that they offer is partly around educating people so that they. Um, yeah, they understand uh, different notions which um, perhaps haven't been kind of introduced before. Um, and some of those notions are around um, 
art and music. And um, one of our particular uh, passions at Springfield is providing a community arts festival. And we'll be holding a community arts festival in October half term this year, um, all the way across the Hall Green District in St Paul's and in Springfield. And um, we welcome you to come along and try your hand at anything from... um, uh, making papier mache, or you know, perhaps doing some batik work. Um, in the past, we've done some um, opera work, mm-hmm. which was sounds inaccessible, but is actually really good fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, some of you might remember um, Baby Opera from the Mac. Yeah. Um, last month at the Mac, um, they came along, our good friends from Baby Opera, to um, yeah to take part and uh, get children and babies um, responding to the magical sounds of opera but that's in October and maybe I could come back and uh, tell you a little definitely. bit more about that. Definitely we would love to have you back and talk more about that in, in the autumn because um, it sounds like a lot going on also on Thursday you know the, yes. this Thursday as well as bringing your picnic blankets you have a lot of other activities there so we have we have farmers co- with, and the animals and, and then who else is coming? Well, this is this is quite interesting. We have a um, we have a group of uh, people who you probably all know and have met uh, if you have children, and that's the health visiting teams. Mm. So the health visiting teams across the the Hall Green district are going to be on hand to answer questions, talk about um, positive parenting, let you know about the workshops and uh, breastfeeding support that they offer. Um, And we will also have have a a dedicated breastfeeding tent with um, support advisors in there. So if you or anyone in your family is struggling with feeding um, a very small baby or any child, then um, you're very welcome to come along. We'll have cushions and water to drink and uh, a nice safe quiet space in mm-hmm. which to uh, to learn a little bit more about uh, something that's really you know really valuable to to understand but a lot of people struggle with yeah well, we've a couple of parents at the moment actually struggling with that um, yeah um and they've two different situations of delivery different complications have been very busy as well as Complications, complications, I should say, and um, yeah, they could they could do with the extra support. So it's good that they know about this and they could pop in that day and just Absolutely. get that advice and what's happening and from from the specialists that are there. And good. you know, the the important thing to remember is that a lot of people at the children's centres have, um, have have been through this themselves, so mm. they understand. Um, they understand the difficulties on a first hand basis. Mm. So, you know. Come talk to us because we're very approachable, mm-hmm. very easy to um, to understand, and and not myself, but uh, many of my colleagues are um, are very well versed in lots of different languages as well. So um, I think that's really important to understand: is that um, even if English isn't your first language, um, you can still come to the children's centres and to Birmingham Forward Steps because there's a lot of um, different languages spoken there Mm -hmm. and without a doubt we'll be able to uh, find somebody who can speak with you and and help you in your own language. Wonderful, that's great support that's there. Um, What else? Oh, we've Mm. got, this is is quite uh, innovative. We have a um, a partnership who, uh, we have a partnership that came out of uh, the Springfield project called The Feast. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've heard of them. But um, they are a a project for slightly older children, 
so it's not for the under fives Mm -hmm. but um, considering that families will be there with um, older children Mm -hmm. to take part in the day we've invited them along um, and the feast work in Spark Hill and they work uh, as a multi-faith organisation working with youths and they help to facilitate conversations about religion uh, amongst different religions Mm. uh, religions and no religion Mm -hmm. so the idea is to um, introduce young people to other young people who perhaps aren't in their families or in their um, neighbourhoods but um, but who have ideas and thoughts to share and it's it's um, it's a fabulous fabulous mm. um, organisation that um, has been running now for I think seven or eight years mm-hmm. and doing mm-hmm. great work with um, young young kids you know, mm. young young adults which is lovely yeah. lovely to meet people from different faiths and get to, to know them um, and see the, the people, you know, the, the true people, what they are like. And especially if there's any of uh, those young people that are doing GCSEs, doing religious studies, they may have an opportunity to ask a few questions there that will help you in your syllabus, help you to understand mm-hmm. uh, and write something about that faith that from firsthand from a person. Yeah, mm. it's, it's fascinating, actually. I think if you're open to um, other people's differences, mm-hmm. um, life's fascinating mm-hmm. you know I, I find the most interesting people are those who are different than me mm-hmm. and um it's a, a, a kind of a curiosity which i try and foster in my children mm-hmm. and in everybody i come across is this uh, fascination with with other because mm-hmm. um there's a lot to be lot to be said in being interested and uh, compassionate with uh, other people mm-hmm. that is so true indeed so uh, apart from the feast, we um, also have um, the Friends of Spark Hill Park coming along. And uh, I mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. They are an organisation who are on Facebook, um, if you're interested to find out more about them. But they're a group who've been working now for about two years and received some great funding from uh, local organisations in order to um, promote community and gardening in the park. And they run... Uh, or have been running this summer a uh, Saturday meetup, so two o'clock on a Saturday. Um, you can find the Friends of Spark Hill Park in Spark Hill Park um, doing gardening for families. So um, a lot of the families that um, I used to work with on Knoll Road allotments mm-hmm. go down and um, take part in in uh, guided gardening because. When I mentioned earlier about growing tomatoes in a hanging basket, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of you thought, "Well, that's that's." completely not something that i can do that's that's ridiculously hard but um if you join a gardening group or if you join something like the friends of spark hill park um you'll find out how easy it can be you know it can be really simple and just that little bit of knowledge which can be imparted on a saturday afternoon you know can do wonders to your back mm-hmm. garden do wonders to your child's mm-hmm. lunchbox yeah and um and completely change the way that uh, you view food. So um, they'll be there. And um, I think Debbie and um, Sahara will be there doing, um, making pots out of uh, paper. So it doesn't have to be expensive. That's the uh, important thing to remember about gardening, is that, yes, you can go to a uh, a shop and buy lots of expensive um, seeds and pots and things like that. but you can also very easily make um, pots from paper mm. and they'll be showing you how to make paper pots and um, they'll also have some seeds on hand so that you can take them home and try it yourself.
Wonderful. You know, we, we do these things every year, the, the, what we do, the growing the tomatoes, and the children love it. There's like a, they have their own in the family and they compare each other's. But it's when, sometimes when the parents meet that I'm surprised because mm. the parents are talking about this and the parents are so proud about how many yeah. tomatoes their children have grown. <laughs> and they said, oh, ours are this size and this colour and how many do you have? So it's a topic of conversation. It is, yeah. <laughs> well, parents pretend it's for children, but <laughs> the uh, the magic of gardening uh, knows no age, I think. Everybody likes mm. to uh, to get get involved in it and it, and it is magic you know mm. seeing this little tiny dot which then turns into a, a living breathing plant mm-hmm. it's just fascinating it whatever age yeah. you are mm. so yes do do make sure you pop along and uh, say hello to the friends of spark hill park mm. and um i'm sure they'll be delighted to show you their their bits of garden that they've got um in the park as well and uh, they'll be taking you know contact details for anybody who wants to join in next year be very welcome to go in and join in free of charge of course it's yeah. a community project so Wonderful. it's about spreading the knowledge and uh, building community great mm. great is there anything we haven't mentioned that's happening on thursday well lastly um and this again isn't so much for the naught to fives or for the teenagers but this is this is for the the, the um young younger older adults and uh, and the adults out there and that's um an opportunity about education and about um, finding jobs. So we've partnered recently with the University of Wales who mm. have um, started running a course um, which you don't need GCSEs or A-levels to access, but it's a foundation course to give you access into university. Mm. And the, the 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 amazing thing about it is that um, it's really accessible. It's right opposite the park, uh, Spark Hill Park, so it's very easy to get to, um, and um, and the funding can be deferred, um, so it's a uh, it's accessible, um, you know, no matter what your current education or your current income, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we've invited University of Wales to come along and uh, talk a little bit more about their courses. Great. So if you see Angie wandering around with a University of Wales uh, badge on, then do go up and. Uh, mentioned that you'd heard about her on Unity FM. Mm-hmm. She'll be very pleased to speak to you. And um, the other the other people that we have attending is um, our volunteer and our um, job coordinators. And Rosalind Clare is uh, a lady who has a huge experience of um, helping people back into work and helping people get qualifications that perhaps they missed out on or perhaps mm-hmm. they weren't in a position to take at the time. But, uh, you know, life changes, life moves on and there's different wants and requirements. And yep. if you're finding that now is the time where you want to learn something, you mm-hmm. want to get some employment, then um, Rosalind um, is, would be very happy to um, help you, you know, fulfill your dreams. You know, find out Excellent. what it is that you want to do and mm-hmm. help you help you do them. And this is a really good time of the year to pick up that knowledge and that paperwork and take mm. it home because once the children start back at school the first week of September, you will have that void and you'll have that time to what am I going to do for myself? Yes. And if we ha- if you had already had those chats and had those conversations and had started thinking about it, you, you could easily have just started enrolling and making the process much easier. Absolutely. Mm. That's that's something that affected me when my children went to school mm. was that sense of what do I do now mm-hmm. and 
housework was never going to cut it for me. <laughs> it didn't matter how much of the family told me I should be doing more housework. <laughs> I wanted to do something more. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, you know, some people are ready for, um, for education and jobs. Other people might need to think about volunteering. Yep. And volunteering is a fabulous way to um, at once give back to the community that you mm-hmm. live in. Um, but you get an awful lot out of volunteering. Yeah. You learn so much skills from volunteering and and watching people and being involved in things and learning those skills without that huge responsibility because really you're you're there, your own time, you come when you can and every volunteer is really appreciated. Absolutely. And you're learning at the same time and you're understanding because things even have changed. Even if you were in the workplace before and you've taken maybe a career break to raise your children. Yeah. Things have changed, and just to go back into it and see it from from the perspective and think, okay, do I want to go back into that sphere again, or do I want to change something else? And do it through volunteering is wonderful. Yeah, it's a it's a really good opportunity to build self confidence as well. Wonderful. Well, we've talked about a lot there, and I'm just looking at the time. Here we are coming to the end of the session already. You see how uh, uh, AE time passes very quickly, actually, uh, on the shows. It's so lovely, lovely having you here back again, Claire. Thank you so much to talk to us about um, this Thursday. Listeners, listeners, if you are free or even if you've made other plans, maybe you can change them around to make 11 to 3, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. free to come to uh, Sparkle Park. Uh, isn't that right? Sparkle Park, Sparkle yes. Park, yes. 11 Stratford to 3. Road. Be full of organisations, full of people there. Bring your picnic blanket. Definitely. And yeah. come and have your food together if you can. Or there's lots of other nice fruits and things like that that we have that people will have there on the day to, to give out free as well as activities, face painting and all the other fun activities there. Wonderful. I look awesome. forward to seeing our listeners there. Yes. Um, come and say hello. Definitely. Come and say hello. And maybe we'll have that uh, egg and spoon race that we both take part in. <laughs> or maybe even the three-legged race. <laughs> I'll, I'll partner with you on the three-legged Would race, you? definitely. We'll have to practice beforehand. <laughs> Let's put that on Twitter. <laughs> inshallah. inshallah, yes, it would be lovely. So listeners, have a lovely Eid day, inshallah. Um, and please remember us in your du'a and your prayers and have a great time with your family, inshallah. And until next week, uh, keep healthy and keep safe. Assalamu alaikum.